you remember the 90s? You know, people were talking about getting piercings and getting tribal tattoos. Yeah. And people were singing about saving the planet and forming bands. Yeah. There's a place where that idea still exists as a reality, and I've been there. Where is it? Portland. Oregon? Yeah. Remember when people were content to be unambitious, sleep till 11, just hang out with their friends? I mean, you had no occupations whatsoever, maybe working a couple hours a week at a coffee shop. Right? I thought that died out a long time ago. <laughs> Not in Portland. Portland is a city where young people go to retire. Remember in the 90s when <laughs> they encouraged you to be oh. weird? You could grow up to want to be a, a clown. Oh, boy. How about that? Is that something? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Here we go. That was a couple weeks ago. We got to see that firsthand in Portland, Oregon, didn't we, fellas? I didn't know we were still killing Portland two weeks after we were there. We haven't talked to we haven't we haven't done a show since then. We haven't done a podcast. We haven't done a show since, since then. then. So this would be our first opportunity. Okay. Well, I, I the you know, the bad thing is I like Portland a lot. Great city. Until I hung out with you guys for an extended period of time there. <laughs> and, and I started, pointed things out. And to I you. started yeah. noticing yeah. things that maybe I was blinded by. I think I was just in a food coma all the time. I don't think I don't there. think in any way are we insinuating it's a bad city, but boy, it's different, isn't it, guys? <laughs> like how would you how would you explain that place? They their slogan is keep Portland weird. Right. Right? Check. <laughs> they got it. They got, it. they got it. Whatever you think is weird, they got it in Portland. They yeah. do. Yeah, they I would agree different. with that. It's a beautiful place. It is. There's beautiful scenery and yeah. great food spots yeah. and craft beer and all that stuff. And super weird. <laughs> you know what? The, you know what the best part that I like driving to the airport as we're going out. Just the hillside, all the beautiful uh, camping spots that were along the hillside on the, in right. the median. <laughs> Really, really cool. Well, didn't you think so, David? Yeah, it's it's different. It's different. Uh, Brian Hill and I took the uh, the train out to the Nike campus. Yes, and, uh, yeah. Visited. How was that? It's a lovely ride store. this time of year. I, you, I thought Brian was going to jump off at any you know just get off the train and bolt at any time at every stop. Um, it was uh, it's an adventure. It's an interesting group of people that are riding the train in Portland. Oh, it's, and it's a long ride there, it's too. A it's, ride. A 30 it's, minute, long. it's a 30-minute ride. It's 30 ride. minutes, and it's about 32 minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> many conversations, many conversations, no, many no, people no, no, you no, can no, meet. You don't or? make eye contact. Oh, no. You make, no. no, you don't do that. No. Eyes on the ground. Eyes straight, straight ahead. Eyes straight ahead. People are kind of talking to themselves. Is a that? lot of that. <laughs> A lot of that. <laughs> so you just listen till next stop, Nike. How do yeah, you know just, where to get and up? And then you bolt. And then you, <laughs> as soon as the door opens, you're 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 whizzing right out of there. And then you, you took Uber it back. back? Oh, you, you took it back. Well, there's yeah. no way to get back other than if you want to get a a car to come out there, which is hard. Yeah, that is it's hard. really hard. That is hard and super expensive. Yes. How about we got mission accomplished on that trip? We got. Brian Hill and David Steele to Voodoo Donuts, and we got <laughs> Jeff Turner to Pine State Biscuit. Oh. I mean, nice. I, that's a success for me. Absolutely. What did you think of Pine State Biscuits, JT? Loved it. Loved it. It's really good, so right? so much about it. I mean, mm-hmm. for you guys to get up before the sun comes up <laughs> to go get to breakfast, that's, it had to be good. So. That's traveling with Ty Easton, <laughs> our true. TV producer. That's That'll true. do that if it involves he's, a... He's a foodie. He's a foodie. Yeah. And, I, the, and the voodoo was great, though, David, wasn't that? Getting well, you guys I've been there. That was not my first time. But with Brian, yeah. Brian, Brian. I, it was great showing Brian the ropes, getting him to take that all yeah, in, just that. to breathe it in, and just the, all the, the all the senses really are used up in there, aren't they? You know, <laughs> they really are. <laughs> and then, then you're That's exhausted for uh, three days. The That's senses are, are done. Put it. Great uh, use of the senses. Yeah. Well, we got it. We put it to Twitter what this show should be about, right? We didn't know kind of what what would be some good topics. Wait, 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 wait. I thought this was about nothing. 
That isn't about it. It is about nothing. You're are right. We off to, right. That's a, a great point. start already. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we nailed it so far. Yeah. We're two, two, three minutes in. Okay. But uh, I, I think that a lot of people are interested in the preparation that you guys have and that the broadcast team has to to make something go on the air and, and maybe even a, a small part of what George does, what he prepares <laughs> Probably for. Probably not. There's but, nobody's interested in that. <laughs> I'm interested I, in what you guys do. But it is it is interesting and maybe the resources that you use and, and I think coupled with, you know, if we have time there at the end, just the mentality during a losing streak and how difficult that kind of makes things. We did not, Luckily, we were able to snap it uh, on Wednesday night, snap that losing streak. But uh, it is interesting, and, and preparation is just not quite economics and how that's all changed, David. Well, I but, will point out that it, it is one of the suggestions I made, made on the first podcast and got laughed out of the studio. <laughs> That we could talk about, you know, how we prepare and how technology yes. has changed the way we we prepare, which we're getting ready to talk about. I just want to oh, point that out. Hold on, I'm, and you're, I'm and sorry. You have a straight, That's a great yeah, point. And you guys have a straight face. That is a great point. Talk about it. That is a great point. Sorry, David. Okay. That is a great I'm point. Sorry. You did get laughed out of the debate. I did. I did. But you were gearing more towards technology, and this no, is no, no. I was not. I, I oh. say, you know, my point was how things have changed in terms of preparing to do your job. Yes. Yes. In, in reality, though, this this could be a good topic because we've got David that's been doing it since when, Dante? Right, since the early 30s. Since the early 30s. So <laughs> Andrew really, Jackson was president. He really president. can give us a historical preference. That's a great you know? point. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, since the invention of the light bulb, David, how yeah, did that yeah. change, right? Well, the abacus really changed everything, Dante, because then you didn't... <laughs> You didn't have to count on your fingers and toes. How did they That's get when the, things turned around. How did they get the ball out of the basket, David, when it was sealed at the bottom? <laughs> when it was sealed, you know? It they, took about three years, and they decided, let's cut a hole in the bottom. <laughs> that makes sense. You should, see makes the, sense. you should see the wax on his notes from the early 40s. Really, if there's there's a candle you want burning to know about all of that, I, I can give it to you. Candle burning. But the, but now you have electricity, and the internet is here now. But it's, a, it's come it's along. It, it has come a long way. It has. But we, we can go back to that. That, but what what is your prep now? Just take us through a, a game day, David Steele, because you do a ton of prep. For, yeah, I've for got a notebook. Game. I've got uh, I've got score sheets because, you know, as you know, you have limited space. And try to make it as interesting as possible. I will. I will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying. I really am. I'm just kidding. Um, joking. You know how limited the space is in a lot of these arenas, so you have to minimize how much space you take up. Yeah. And we've got pretty narrow tables. We have it, it's it's a great location, but not the biggest uh, workspace uh, that, that you could imagine. So you got to minimize your space. I got notebook sized um, uh, uh, papers, and I, I've got all the players' names and uh, get all the latest statistical information, update all of that trends, who's hot, uh, what guys have done over you know recent period of time, um, anything that might be interesting in terms of uh, human interest type stuff that I think might be uh, interesting to bring out during the game. So it probably takes. Uh, I, I usually get in there that like the night before if I can and start doing some research, and then the day of the game, probably three or four more hours, we meet in the morning. The production team all meets early in the morning, right. about 10 o'clock, as you know, Dante, and we talk about what we're going to focus, feature uh, on the show that night. So it's, uh, you know, I tell you what, the thing is, the, what really has changed is you used to get just a packet from the team's media folks, the George Galani's Joel Glasses of the NBA. You, you used to just get a you know, a little file, a nice file of uh, the notes of that, that night's game. But uh, now you get that, and then you get so much more with access to the Internet. So sure. you, could, you could literally spend every waking moment preparing for broadcasting an event because there's so much information out there. So the key is just know when to cut it off. 
right, Jeff? I mean, you got you can't you can only absorb. I can only absorb a right. very limited amount of information. <laughs> so I, you know, I know what my limits but are. You're but you're packed. You got notes. Got you got line. binders. Got you got a, that's good. You got to know when to use it. You got to know that's the key. Well, that I, is the, that's that. That's, well, that's it, just to kind of you know give our listeners uh, you know David's binders. Um, you know he I, he has a a binder for every season. And it has all of these game notes yep. in it. Yep. Um, Which is awesome. Back to if you're a magic historian, that's, yes. that's some yeah. good stuff right there. And after Candle every wax game, on it. <laughs> after every game, David will finish and he'll make notes about the game. Something happened. You know, there was a an altercation or, you know, something happened with an official and everything. So if you, you want to know something, David can go back. I mean, it's really cool. I actually. think it's cool yeah, too. It is. Yeah, that's it's very cool. Over the yeah. top, as far as I'm concerned. You know, but, you know it's, it's it a little is crazy. Cool. But yeah. what a great, what a great his, yeah. historic. I, I wish I have uh, every year I go into the season, and my wife always tells me like, you need to just even if it's one line, one line a day in a journal. That way you can look back and go like, oh, wow, that's remember in 2003? Well, that, I mean, but that's what David does. Yeah. He takes yeah. the box, and I'm just an idiot. And I don't listen. I should have done that, and that's where David has this binder where it's you, he can go back. Oh, remember that game in 1993? But not which, only which we've done, right? Which we've oh, asked, I've, I've gone back and drawn. Which we've from asked it. you yeah. to do, yeah, right. I've asked Dave. I've asked David for stuff for game notes. I'm yeah. like, hey, can you take a peek at your binder so I can, uh, you know, you know, bring up some memory or whatever. A little uncomfortable. The last guy that they talked about binders <laughs> didn't turn out too well for him but it's if you want to use the word binder that's okay but L- they are they're no, they're it's a notebook it's a notebook it's a notebook it's a notebook fair enough but, so, was, so what's going to happen is for our listeners if you'll just be patient someday the <clears throat> ultimate book on orlando magic history will wow come out from david Steele, based on all of this stuff he's got right yeah, that is yeah, it's possible i could uh, i could see doing that i yeah. could i could put together a pretty good uh can you imagine the book between David and Rodney Powell? Mm. That would be fantastic. Together. Just Rodney. Rodney yeah. could put, yeah. he could put, you know, well, you, that's no. a magic history. That's, is there that's anything, a different podcast. He lived a different history than I did. Yeah, but that, <laughs> David could just put some legitimacy behind it, yes, and Sid could. could just put all the stories in <laughs> he there. He put all the stories, and that's right, from a factual standpoint, right. and then, yeah, that would be a pretty good book, I that would, would be a really think. Good book. So, well, JT, I thought he brought up an interesting point. How much is too much? Yeah. How do you determine that? How do you, can, when you're doing your research... What does your binder look like? <laughs> I don't have binder. I have folders. Okay, folders. Yeah, yeah. Good. I've got notebooks down there. <laughs> no no notebooks. binders, right. just notebooks. notebooks and folders. I notebooks just have and folders. folders. And at the end of the Trapper year, keeper for I George. empty my folders. I like the folders. I keep my folders. You know, each team will give you a folder, you know, with their stuff, their logo yes. on yep, it. Right. So that becomes my game folder. Ah, for that team. Yes. So for that team, and I keep them through the through the year. But then I, I'm I'm done. You chuck them after that. Like, do you get to that. do you get to the end of the season and it's all trash after that? A little shred party, shredding yeah. party. Yeah, it's all done after that. <laughs> right. So, sure. Um, but yeah, it's a good question. How much is too much? You know, and, and I guess sometimes um, you know you prepare and you get stuff, but you may never use it during a game. I know David has a lot of stuff. He's always ready for. You know, it could be a blowout. You know, we're going to need a little bit more information. He's always ready. Uh, and then there are statistics out there. There's statistics for everything. Oh my! You know? So many. With, you, you can. Yeah. yeah, you get statistics. Wouldn't you on say anything. there's too many statistics yeah, 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 now? Yeah. I, I I don't need you know what somebody does between the seven and six minute mark of the third. But quarter. isn't it crazy? There is a there is a fascination from some people. There, there is are. a there is a niche group that loves that stuff. So that's the thing you've got to balance, right? You, yeah, you've right. got, you know, on the television side, I think, you know, I don't know what the numbers exactly are, but we've been told, like, 
what is it, the guys that are just number crazy and everything. It's probably right. 10% of your audience maybe. Yeah, and they're, and they're on multiple screens. Yeah. So they're watching the game and they're tracking. A lot of, the, a lot of these guys and gals are tracking statistics as, as they go along. You know, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're deep divers into the minutia of the data of NBA basketball. Do, do you but, picture them living in like a basement yeah, doing absolutely. this? Yeah, okay. Right. So do I. Nachos right. and Diet Cola. <laughs> That's right. Seldom showered. Lots yeah. of Cheetos. Yep. Okay. You're right. You're Go right. ahead. You probably got 10% of, there's, there's folks that really don't know a whole lot about the game of basketball and kind of intrigued maybe and tuned in, want to see what it's all about or their hometown team. And then that 80% in the middle, you know, you're just, I think that's, really kind of who you're broadcasting yeah to. I like to throw a few things out there every now and then that um, you know that that are a little deeper you know into the statistics but not you can't go too far because then you I think you you risk uh, losing a lot of people losing the, the casual fan okay yeah. then what yeah. appeals to you what when you're looking through notes and nuggets what do you find interesting when well, you're, I, when I, you're I'm mining? kind of interested in um, in where players are effective you know what spots on the floor I, I kind of like that you know where guys are successful. In general, and and you know, you watch if teams are defending in that in that way, trying to keep a, a player from a, a certain spot that he likes to to uh, work on. I, you know, anything like that, I, I think is is pretty interesting. But I try again not to overdo it on the sure. air. There's a lot of stuff going through my brain. Some of it is actually involving the game and uh, <laughs> and during the game. And so you know, you gotta you gotta pick what you're gonna say. Because, sure, sure. You know, you can't say everything that comes in your head. Do you ever? Do you ever drift? Do you ever find yourself <laughs> drifting? If that happens. It's free throw, and you're drifting, and you just, just think about you know. Something and you gotta reel it back in. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Not not really. No. You stay pretty focused. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Game. Okay, but yeah. what I, I, I want drift. you. I drift. So <laughs> Jeff I, I drift. Jeff's a drifter. I'm a drifter. I drift. I want you to. I know. drift for <laughs> Jeff occasionally. <laughs> I drift that long, that long away look in his eye. <laughs> I have to reel him back in. Sometimes he elbows him. He's like, Jeff, Jeff, the game's when going you, on. When you ask him a question and he just gives the nod. <laughs> yep, or I answer good. with something totally. I haven't listened. I didn't even hear the question. I just, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, David. But yeah. I, I, Arkansas. Want, I want you guys to explain to the listeners how hard it is. When the game's out of hand. Yes, great When point. a game is out of hand, I know just because I, I get to hang out with you guys and talk to you guys, I know how difficult that is when, or especially if we're on the receiving end of the Ooh. butt whipping, yeah. if we're down by 30. Hypothetically, but, we've not had many of those, <laughs> so this no, would be hypothetical. In, in, in my imagination, I'll try to conjure that explain up. To, <laughs> explain to people. Purely hypothetical. Just explain to people how hard that is to... To get, I mean, I I said the three of you guys deserved a purple heart the last few years getting through some and of those I, games. I, I will just let you know, I get there. Are, there are stretches of games where I am mad and I can't even put a thought together, let alone have to do a broadcast. I applaud you guys sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is. Well, you have to be a professional. You, you know, do. That's what you we do. do, and that's why, oh, I that's why it would be difficult. Uh, unlike for what that's we're doing here, right. I mean, we we really do try to be professional, <laughs> right? Uh, in the in the game telecast, sure. So, uh, you, know, you know, I just you, know, they, you focus. You know, it's really about focusing on your job, and you know that you've got to be a pro, and um, that's just the way you handle it. But it is a lot easier. And I've I said I've said this a lot of times. Great teams make great announcers. Sure. And you know bad bad games make it make it very difficult. Um, but you know we have a lot uh, one way or the other. You know that not every night is you know the greatest game that you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So you always have to bring a great effort as a broadcaster. Yeah, along the lines of what Dante was saying about getting mad, and I, I think the reason is of for that is like we're we're Orlando Magic 
people, right? Correct. Like, right. We're not national broadcasters or anything. We are magic guys. You know, I, I, Dave and I've been here since the beginning. We care. We, yeah. That's right. So that makes and it so more difficult. And so sometimes it's a little bit more difficult. And I, I know in my position, I, I try, you know, I, I, I was a player, right? And so I think it's different now. I don't think when players are watching game tape, they're not watching our broadcast. They've got in arena and they've got a pie. But we used to watch mm-hmm. our broadcast. Um, and I had to, you know, listen to Chip Carey at the time, you know, t- talk about, Interesting. you know, the Boston Celtics continue to exploit the weakness at the power forward <laughs> position and stuff, you know, and, and you're sitting in a locker Personal room attacks. with yeah. your peers and everything. I got gotcha. you. And, and then so, get on the bus with Chip yeah. after the game. Yeah. Oh, and how, how would that be? So how would that interaction be? Wow. When you, you're listening to Chip? Oh, I'd give him the cold shoulder. But, you know, again, I, I understood that he was doing his job. But what's and, the point of having the volume? You could, they couldn't mute that for you? Did they want you to hear well, that now, stuff? Here's or? the interesting thing is, and, and I agree with this, like when you're watching, if you watch a game and you have the sound turned down, are you really tuned into it? There's something uh, okay. about having I got you. So Interesting. Yep. Matt Gukas, and I think even Brian, to a certain degree, wanted that volume because it kind of kept you focused on what was happening, right? Like when you're watching tape and sure. stuff. Sure. Um, you know, so so getting back, so I don't want to be in a position where I'm killing guys. I want to point out when I think things are not going, or maybe somebody made a mistake. But at the same time, they good come perspective. Back, yeah. When they do it right, I want to make sure that I I'm. I'm letting the fans know this is exactly what he's supposed to be doing or something like that. So in a blowout or something like that, I don't know, you just start looking at the other team and how well they're playing, you know, at times. Uh, There's a reason. You know, it's the old thing is we're really not that bad. The other team's, you know, And there's always a lot of truth to that, too. So, you know, I mean, obviously there's two teams. There's two things going on. There's your team and the the other team. Well, that's where I think you guys, uh, and I'm not trying to blow smoke here. Like, I think that's where, well, uh, just a little bit. That you guys, George, it's your turn for dinner buying, right? Next yeah, week. Yeah, George like, is not a smoke blower. <laughs> no, 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 that's I think, true. I think we know this. I, I think, think we, you guys are about as as impartial of a hometown team broadcasting crew as there is in sports. I, I watch a lot of. Yeah. You know, I watch. I mean, I've seen all I the agree. NBA crews, and some of them are just. You know, and I can understand they want to be home, you know, and you guys do too. I mean, when we do something good, yeah, sure. you're excited for us. Cause Aside that's... from to- Tommy Heinsohn's probably the most neutral. Yeah, I yeah sure. Think, uh, if you ever listen to the yeah. Celtics. But, or if you yeah. No, you're right. A, you're yeah, right, George. I, I, you're I, right. And it, gets, a, and it yeah. gets annoying. Like, it's it's so, so one-sided. Well, is that a good thing? No, because I, I don't think that, it is. I hear that from other fans. Oh, and, I, and sometimes I've wondered over time, if over you guys, 29 years. If it's a good years, thing for you guys? Yeah, if we should be more No, no. No, because I... You're partial when it needs to be that, partial. That's you know what point. I mean? You yeah. you take the magic side on things if a call doesn't necessarily go our way. The Indiana game was a good good uh you know example the other night. There were like three or four offensive yeah, was, fouls where yeah, they it, it was, get a call. Could Couldn't not a buy call. a call and you both and and you know that the you know it's the magic people that are watching your broadcast. Sure. So yeah, they're feeling the same way that you are that God bless. We can't get a call tonight yeah. to to, yeah. to save our lives. I but, like to give an honest representation of what's going on. But that well, with, with a magic point of from a magic point of view, and you know, I, I, that's yeah. what I think is is my goal. Yeah, what night. I'm saying is that there are not a lot of broadcasters that that do it the same way. Sirius, and that's why I admire what you, the way you guys do your your that's, telecast. That's true. That's true. Sirius Radio does this battle of the broadcasters on uh, on NBA Radio and. 
it is amazing some of the plays that they'll pull up, and it's like it's two different games. Yeah, yeah. because it is so in tune, and, and you're trying to you're trying to give that side of the that side of the broadcast. It is so you guys do toe the line and yeah, do a I terrific job. I listen to job. Dennis Newman a lot too. You know, when when I have one an, of the best, I have he's, an the same. he's one of the best in the NBA. Absolutely, I've heard a lot of the radio play by play. He very similar to what you're talking about, George. I think he's. He's really and solid as a fan, I, I would too. I like it your way. I I mean I, that's I mean maybe it's because that's what I've watched yeah. for yeah twenty nine so years. Who, but who did you grow up listening to? I I was in the New York area, so we had Marv. Al, you know, we got a lot of Marv Albert. Who and is then, that kind of broadcaster? Right. I, I felt that's, like that's he was style. you know like when if the, if Knicks, the Knicks were are, doing well, yeah, he, then he, he, then he got excited. There's a way to point it out without really dropping the hammer. But right? you like know, you, you know, hey, if it, it was a close game. And the other team made a play. He, it's not like he, you know, he, you know, hey, well, that's a great play. Like it was, it was, it was right down the middle, but leaning towards. So he was your New guy. York. He was your guy. Mainly. Yeah, I mean, that was the guy. I what about to, you, Dante? But who did you? Johnny Most. To? Yeah. He Johnny was, Most. He was, he was not a homer. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not a, but you know, who the other guy was too was Mike Gorman, and I had a chance to tell Mike Gorman that you know he's one of the biggest reasons oh. I got to do this. But Mike he, Gorman is, is another guy that, like, when I used to watch Big East basketball, yeah. he Mike very Gorman, much toes the line. He's, he's amazing. I think Mike's he's one of the best pro. there is, yeah. yeah. And I, sure. get, I got to, he, he's what made me want to be a broadcaster, Mike Gorman, I, the way he does a game. Johnny Most was just a joy to listen to. And then when you could match the radio up to the telecast and see that he was calling a it's completely different, different game, game yeah. yeah, then I, that, that was kind of fun. But How but, about you, Jeff? I'm kind of enjoying yeah. this. Do you mind yeah. if I... No, keep, absolutely. That's, that's what the podcast that's what is all about. Any, everybody hosts. It's this a is no, there's no roles here. Did Absolutely. you listen? Did you, as a kid, did you listen to games on radio or watch TV a lot? But see, what's interesting is I listened to games, but I wasn't really. I, I never envisioned being a broadcaster, right? So I'm just imagining when I was. I'm imagining being those guys that they're talking about, like yeah. you know the athletes and everything. I, I, I've told you guys this. I, I wanted to be a professional baseball player, and um, so I grew up. You know, being growing up in Central Florida, our team, you know, when I was a kid growing up was the Atlanta Braves and everything. So I, I grew up listening to... You must have been a first baseman, right? I was a first baseman I would, and a pitcher for a certain amount of time, but I... Ooh, southpaw. Yeah, I was... You I could was, still be pitching if you was, pursued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no kidding. But that's a whole other story. But So I listened to the Braves broadcast, so, you know, Skip Carey and, yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, Ben and sure. that crew. You know, so. I was uh, a kid... So the, the, carries, was the like, carries have haunted you for, <laughs> gener- for decades. For decades. <laughs> I, I say that. that. <laughs> Listen, I love Chip, Chip Carey. We're, we're Chip all friends. No, I know. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I would say to Chip, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you guys are killing me right <laughs> you know and jack gibbons will say yeah 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 you know. <laughs> come on come on jt <laughs> uh, we're just trying to do our job here and everything. that's yeah, awesome yeah. let and, it go uh, let it go and chip was like you know what hey man it's you know i'm just i'm just telling the story you're, then right? you're dealing like, cards and playing yeah, exactly, uh, playing hearts right? with it's chip like, an hour later that's yeah. awesome it, uh, somebody once told me when I first started, and I started in New Jersey, right, with the New Jersey Nets. So you guys grew up in the Northeast. You know what coverage, what real media coverage is. You know, you're in the New York area. You got ten newspapers, mm-hmm. right, that are writing about you and everything. And so um, I think Michael Corn or Mike Jaminski one told me one time. He says, as long as they're writing something about you, yeah. good or bad. Then you, that's you a good feel thing good right yeah. so you know i, I kind of took that with me what if chip's talking about me i must be on the floor right so something's good happening for me anyway well david how about you we've gone around the room here how, who was the I, I grew up listening i grew up in tennessee in knoxville tennessee and i had the radio under my pillow almost every yeah. night listening to something as a kid um and it was either cincinnati reds baseball 
Um, and I, you know, I don't even really know who the play. I think Joe Nuxall was one of the announcers. I remember him. Um, and University of Kentucky basketball and football. And my dad was a Kentucky alum, and uh, I was a huge Kentucky fan. And so I would listen to Kaywood Ledford, and I, I thought he was just sensational. But uh, you guys will find this hard to believe. But I, I was like Jeff. I was going to be the guy they were talking about. Oh, I was going to be. Yeah, a, I was, was going to say the same thing. I was going to be uh, the <laughs> shortstop for the Reds That's or playing guard for the Kentucky sure. Wildcats. Yeah. So I, I didn't plan to be a broadcaster either until I got to college. Uh, and um, so that's that, that. But those were the people I listened to, and I loved Kaywood Ledford at Kentucky. He was really good play-by-play announcer. Well, the beauty for I knew early that I wasn't going to be a professional <laughs> athlete, so I was kind of able to pave the way, and I enjoyed listening because I could I, I could be we you know when we moved out of Boston, we went to a rural town uh, in upstate New York, and there was zero to do there. So listening to the a baseball game, I could be in Yankee Stadium. I could be in uh, Boston Garden. It would take me to another place, and I had so much of, a, of an appreciation for the guys that could tell that story Isn't on the that radio. the best thing about radio? Oh, yeah. It really is. You can just, it's theater of the mind. It really is. And, and I think we all grew up appreciating that, yeah, right? The great, radio yeah. side great radio of things announcers yeah. are, uh, they're, 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 it's almost a lost art. Yeah, it really is. Me. I listen to some uh, play-by-play on radio, and it's, it's hard to listen to. But when you hear a, a good one, um, it, it just pops. It just brings everything yeah. to life. But here's a good thing with technology, going back to David's technology yeah, point. There you go. Back in the, you know, back not, and not in even that long ago, you only could, you only could listen to one broadcast. You could only find one telecast. If you have the league pass now, you can jump from yeah, game to game. Sure. You can get a taste of all 30 of these, uh, of the broadcasters. Right. Like when I was a kid, you couldn't do that. I either had to wait for... You know, the Knicks or the Mets or the Yankees to come on. I remember having to turn <laughs> the dial on my TV. Well, you didn't get up out of my chair. You and also didn't have a TV. That's why, the that's why the radio was tucked under your pillow. You were hiding it from your family. David and I had to wait. Ovaltine. <laughs> oh, it spells Ovaltine. A darn commercial? Jeez. David and I had to wait till the Sunday afternoon NBA well, game on, came on just yeah. to see. NBA basketball. So. Can you imagine that? That's what my my dad reminds yeah. me how game NBA games were on HBO. That's how you had to have a subscription to HBO oh, once a week that. to be able to watch his to be able to watch that, to yeah. watch his Celtics. But think about that a game of the week as yeah. opposed to now what you said you can right. get. It, I mean you can you, you can get, can it get any game you want. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your iPad. You can get it on your TV. I mean you can get it everywhere. It's right. crazy. It really, is crazy. Yeah. You know what you mentioned growing up and being a baseball fan. I you know we've had conversations about this. You don't have an allegiance though, really, like no. a strong allegiance to a baseball bat. Never really grew up a strong allegiance to a to a sports team no no you know we grew up you know obviously with spring training in florida and everything you could get around to see you know some of the you know so i remember you know i went to high school in brandon and going over to you know tampa and seeing the yankees you know at times and things and traveling a little further to lakeland seeing the tigers and um but you know what's interesting and we've had this conversation there's nothing to me like being growing up in the northeast with baseball i didn't really appreciate you know, the fan, you know, what, what a fan, a baseball fan is until um, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity. I just was in the area and wandered over to the Baseball Hall of Fame and just seeing, going to Cooperstown and seeing that and seeing the families there with young kids, you know, whether they're wearing, you know, Red Sox gear or Yankees or Mets, you know, it's yeah, all right. very Northeast, very regional, mm-hmm. but just... Yeah, you just don't realize the pull in the Northeast and the allegiance to a team. It really it is just really it's true. Really a neat thing. Did you have a basketball team growing up since you played? I mean, 
Did you have a favorite basketball team? And since there were no teams in Florida when you were a, a high schooler? I love the 76ers. That's why, with when, Julius? With Julius, yeah, when Julius started there. I mean, I, I followed college basketball, you know, this, being in the South, following Southeastern Conference basketball. I loved watching the Kentucky Wildcats, you know, because they were on TV. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, you know, when you got, because they were, you know, Saturday afternoon college game or something like that. But, but you not know really good. an NBA fan necessarily, just watching, but love Julius because he way transformed the game. Um, you know, much like young people follow, you know, Kobe or LeBron. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, wouldn't it be nice to watch a game and not live and die with every Red Sox or Mets pitch? Yes, with every Giants <laughs> or Patriots throw. I think there's and something powerful I, to that. It though. is powerful. Well, it gives you an appreciation yeah, for the diehard not- Magic fans that are out there yes, that, that really sure. live and die with every shot, every make and miss. And you can't relate with it. But I think it's. Do you think? Players have that allegiance to teams. I, I, you didn't growing up. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. I, I guess I assume everybody is passionate about the team they grew up in, but, it, but that's not always the case. No, I don't think it is. I grew up um, a huge Cincinnati Reds fan, and uh, we'd go to Crosley Field every summer and and catch a game. Uh, I had some family up in Cincinnati too, so, uh, but I, I lived and died with the Cincinnati Reds as, as a young kid, and you know I don't watch a lot of baseball anymore. Sure, so. Um, you know, I've kind of fallen away from from that sport. That was that was my best sport as an athlete, but um, but I've been around basketball now for so long that I've kind of lost interest. I yeah, I love the World Series and the postseason, and I love a good baseball game, and I appreciate it. But uh, I don't. I, the Reds certainly are not a team I live and die with, and uh, and I guess as a kid it was Kentucky basketball for me. I would if they lost, I I, I would be upset the next day. Sure, you know I would not you know wake up the next morning and think oh that my team lost. The only team I have that uh, that affinity for now is the Orlando Magic. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you Good know, point. Yeah, that's, true. That's really it for me now. How about you, George? Your 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 prepper. Th- this has all changed now. What What's notes it? look like and the whole and what you have at your at your fingertips to, you, to, what, to provide for teams. And, I, I try not to look at all of the webs. You know, there's tons of like you said. There's tons of websites. Well, and you use one. You have a, a there's a stat system that we pull from uh, Elias Sports Bureau. Mm-hmm. They provide all the stats for you, and they break everything down. I, 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 you know, as far as I need them to to go, as far as. I mean, you can get fast break points. I can get points in the paint. I can get uh, uh, second chance points, things like that. If I need to go deeper, there's a couple of websites out there. Actually, David had given me a couple of websites that I that I'll go to. Stats Pass is a great. Stats Pass is a great. Is a, is a great one. Um, but then the funny the, the funny thing is, is I used to come on the plane on the bus after games, and I would have the book. You know, the stats book, which is all the box scores from the whole game, and you're running play-by-play, and I would have our updated stats, and I would have the stats that uh, for our next opponent. And I would have to get, like, 25 of these things after the game because I would have to give them to all the coaches. I would have to give them to you yeah, guys. Sure. I would have to give them to the radio guys. Now I get on the bus, and none of you guys want the packets anymore. <laughs> There's and this, ta- the, the, and ta- the internet now. Yeah, right, you know, and that's yeah. the answer back. That's changed that, yeah. David likes to look at me and goes, no thanks, I have a computer and a phone. <laughs> yeah. And, and, what did, I, and what did Richie used to tell you? <laughs> Give me everything. I want it all. <laughs> and, he, it. and he would put it right in his Street and Smith's copy of the <laughs> season preview in March, and he put it right in his... Tuck it in the but, Daily Newspaper. But is that all yeah. you would have? You would, you would just have what the team gave you. Yeah, and yeah. JT, when you started, it was probably very similar, but you'd have what the team gave you, David, and, and just a newspaper. Yeah, that's it. That, that's what you had for preparation. So, you know, you, it was limited, and... I went to a lot more practices because that was where you picked up a lot of information. Unfortunately, I've kind of, you know, I go to home practices, but we don't go on the road anymore. 
because we got meetings in the morning and sure. there's so much information that I can lunch line. lunch to have. Well, and I got to have lunch and, <laughs> right. and a nap. Coffee, you got to get a good a nap, nap in. Good good nap, nap, nap. Nice three hour nap. Well, get train, get ride, train ride to night. <laughs> <Train ride. laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot happening. Busy out day. There. Yeah. Got a busy day. I guess the last thing, I, and I'm curious because I know how it affects me, but we, we also got comments on Twitter. Your preparation and your broadcast, how is it affected by a nine game losing streak? Thankfully, it's over. And unfortunately, we've had a couple of them to draw on over the yeah. last five years. But it, it maybe shouldn't. But it does. I feel it affect me on a day to day basis when the team is mired in the. I'm sure it affects a player, obviously, uh, taking the floor. But it kind of changes how you mine for nuggets and kind of um, how you put it, on a show. I think a it bit. only changes or what um, you use. I would guess. Yeah, I would say. it does. It does. But uh, you don't look forward to it as much. It's like, oh uh, boy, I'm going to look at all this information, and a lot of it's negative, and it's yeah. just not. It, you know, you don't. It's not as uh, uplifting. You know, you don't look for it. it it's you, no. there's a little extra hop in your step when the team is playing well and you're looking at information that's positive and you, you're excited about what you're going to say and how you're going to handle the next game. So it, it's it's more challenging, but it's the same process all the way through. Regardless, I, I, I could tell you from my perspective, it's a I <laughs> I get angry. Say we're admired into a losing streak. I have less desire to help some of our players out with some things. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. When we're when we're getting our teeth kicked in on a consistent basis. Well, you were and three for I, eleven last night. You know, a, confessions you know, of an NBA PR guy. <laughs> it's just you That's know. great. I live in you know. I'm with you guys. I live and die. You know, this is this is my livelihood. Yeah, this yeah. is my right. team, and this is what I you know. Like I, I it's hard to promote, and it's hard to make yeah. a, a team that is not good look good yeah and and i'm you know i if it i don't know there's just something about if the, if the team is mired in just a deep losing streak and they give the appearance that they don't care right we we've been through some of that too before where the, we've had to just yeah. a bad group of guys and it just does you, sure. the, the care level seems to be low so it's like okay well if your care level is low why should my care level yeah, there be have any been, higher there have That's been true. years and, and teams and players that we've been around not this group not this group I, I think no. this group is outstanding Correct. but there have been past years when I felt like I cared more than most of the players. Yeah, and you know that, and that—that's that's that's frustrating. Probably not a good thing. No, that's not a good and thing. And you're at all. gone. You're traveling. You're away from home just as much, and then that's yeah. uh, that can be frustrating too. I, I, I would. I, I love the. I love it when we come back from a trip, and Dante looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, I'm tired. I get it, but they they they, they slept all day yesterday. Shouldn't they? <laughs> shouldn't they get going? It should be fine." Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we're down by twenty. <laughs> How about? Do you like when you're like like I had two people come up to me and say, "What are you going to do with your week off for Thanksgiving? Do you like that?" <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a whole another podcast? That's a whole another podcast. It's you know if it's somebody that you just are out, they don't know the team. But if if it's a team employee that asks you that, yes, then exactly. That's, that's that's an issue. I love so. that one. Oh, God, yeah. JT, I'm a huge Magic fan. I love you. What the heck are you doing now? I get that every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing these days? And I was what? like, you oh, don't my... really watch the games, do you? I don't no. miss a, yeah. I don't miss a game. I don't miss a game. What are you doing now? I don't know what that says about the fan or me. Right? Right. I mean, like, no, I'm no, not no. very memorable. Um, you know, it's interesting kind of following up what you guys were talking about, the nine-game losing streak. I think what's it, it's sort of what alludes, goes back to what David said earlier. When we're when we're playing well, when the team is good, we're better broadcasters. Yeah. I, I think what you know people need to understand is like when we're just broadcasting the game, once the game starts – it's just we're doing the game, right? Yeah. And so that's not it. It's the it's building the game, the storytelling, and the and things like that that we do prior to the game, whether it's the pregame, our open, and everything. When the team is struggling, man, it's 
you want to yes, you, yeah. you want to step up and give people a reason to watch this game, and so you're finding stuff. And sometimes when you're nine game losing streak, yeah, well, right, that's where it gets difficult. Well, right? and that goes back to me too, where it's like you're, I'm supposed to find all you know, maybe some notes or trends or whatever else, but they're yeah, all supposed right. to be positive. Yeah, yeah, right. And I can't find anything, and somebody will look at me and go, "Hey, George, the notes really haven't changed a whole lot in the last <laughs> ten games." And I'm like, I wish I. Could. I yeah. wish I had something to give. You know, like last night, Aaron Gordon goes nuts, and I'm all Here's over. Here's what you could yeah. always lean on, that consecutive games with at least one three-point field goal made. You like right. that one? That's now, 837. 841 now. 841. That's coming. That's coming. And a double-double for Vooch. Yeah, that's coming. So this thing is this thing's going to air today, right? Like yes, correct. Yeah. Okay, so, so last night... We got a great win. We got a great performance, and that's leading us into the defending NBA champs coming in. Yeah, yeah. we're excited about we're it. We're excited Prepping about it. Yeah, sure, that's about, right. Absolutely. There's a lot to there's a lot to go. But you know what's yeah. funny well, is wait even, even wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. tell tell everybody the email that I sent you before the game though last night. I sent all you guys an email before the game, saying. Hey, just in case, guys, here's our longest losing streaks <laughs> ever. Oh, yeah, I love getting that from George. And I And I also sent, hey, Saturday Golden, Night Live get there. <laughs> Golden State's Debbie coming Downer. in and Charlotte's coming in. We haven't beat them in like a decade. Yeah. Just in case you guys need these, I sent all these. And I signed it the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And Sincerely, I, the Grim Reaper. And I glance at it right at 620 before I go in the air. Oh, <laughs> Hit great. the delete button. I put a smiley face on it, I think, or something. But would you all agree, doesn't matter how many in a row you lose, I mean, we all love what we do and we wouldn't trade it for anything Absolutely. there's something about you know when i do a pregame show for me it's 6 30 but you know if, if it could be you guys at some point in the pregame show or seven when it turns over to you there's something about when those lights go on that it could you could be frustrated you could be having a hard time coming up with positive stats but man there's something exciting about being in an nba arena the light's coming on, and you have an opportunity to to bring this game into people's living rooms. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and you guys tease me about it, but the closer it gets to game time, like, you know, if we've lost nine and then there's a day off, I, I'm really low on the day off. <laughs> right. And, you know, we can't do anything. But by the time, you know, exactly. by the oh, time no. the red light goes on and it, it was time You're to a gamer. Tip, the closer we get to tip off, the more optimistic I get about this team's chances of it's winning true. this game. Do tonight. we believe our own prep and our hype and yes. what we've done? Yes, I, I maybe it. that's it. Maybe that's it. David maybe we have to. By the way, David thinks we're going sixty-nine and thirteen. I, yeah. I don't see so this see. team losing again. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Do you guys rip off sixty-eight? Last, in a row. last thing I want to know: Do you guys hear George berating the officials oh, ever yeah. during a game? Oh my gosh! Everybody, I hears can't that. believe people on over the air don't hear George berating the officials. But if you guys hear, the, if you guys hear me, that means that that means that uh, that they do hear something. They just don't know oh, what it is. Everybody, I think right? people at home. They think it's a fan. There's it's certain officials in particular that we know are going to get it. <laughs> How does your voice carry like that? It, it does. Uh, it's, you've got a built-in megaphone. Do you notice it's larynx. a little hoarse today? <laughs> it's a little and, scratchy today. And this right here makes people think it's not him. <laughs> no, the move, the move is to say something, and then you just kind of look around like somebody else behind you said it. They're on to that, that, by the way. Yeah, they're no, on to that. I'm 20-something. I'm knock on wood. I haven't gotten a technical yet. Joel Glass got a technical foul one Did time. He? Yeah, you have to ask him about that. He got a technical Where foul. Was I? Wow. Not, oh, it, not with the not with the Magic. Oh. With Florida. With the Gators. With the Gators. Would that have made your notes if George got a technical? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, would, would that be a side note that. on your? But that would make the notes, and you wouldn't see me here anymore. Well, yeah, that good would point. be the end of my yeah, good my point. career. By the way, you mentioned the Gators. I do watch some Gator Gator games too. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know we why. Watched, we watched some See, basketball. This is, this college is basketball. allegiance, right? Allegiance. Yeah, right? absolutely. They're school. pretty good That's this right. year. That's exactly. They are, they they are, are good. They're really good. He's a Georgia Bulldog. 
graduate. He's a graduate, he's a graduate of Georgia. Of but Georgia. He's a gator. And he loves but Tennessee. I, but he likes but Kentucky and Tennessee, I like too. Tennessee. I, I'm a mixed up guy. It's an SEC thing. That's it's, the hard uh, thing yeah. for us jumbling around. That's the there. hard thing for us Northerners to get our head around. Yeah, I don't there's get that one at team, all. one city, and that's it. Do and you everybody else. do you root if like say say the SEC is in the national championship game, but it's your rival? Yeah, I mean, I, sure, I pull for them. That's absolutely. That's the most ridiculous thing that I've ridiculous. ever heard yeah. ever ever. Oh, you have to be an SEC. Just kind of so, JT, no, you'll pull just a, you'll pull for Tennessee. You'll pull for Tennessee if Andy's out. Never. Yeah, I see. Right? And that's the thing is, and David will say, "Well, he's Vanderbilt. He's not really." <laughs> yeah, that's really. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Vanderbilt is. I uh, will never cheer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I cannot no cheer way. for the University of, of Tennessee. Of course you can't. Yeah, of course you can't. That's that's I, the most like, bad. That every SEC diehard will tell me the same thing, and I tell them it's the most backwards thing yeah, I've ever heard. It no. really is. It I, makes I no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> None. I don't. I'm just get. telling you that's that's how a lot of us are. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> see, see, and you thought he was sugarcoated things. <laughs> I don't, I'm not blowing smoke. I that's just, just dumb. I don't believe blowing that, smoke. I, I just don't think in, if 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 Auburn gets wins the national, cha- I don't think the Alabama people, David, are, are ex- genuinely are excited for, for them. them now, in if, the championship if, game. if the if the NBA yeah. had a champion that played the champion from Greenland, I'd probably pull for Greenland. Because why? Be a heck of an underdog. Because the story. NBA is your league. That's your guys. <laughs> nah, that's your team. You, that's not a. That's not a. I, I had this. This happened to me one time. This this really did. It's back. You know, back when I was playing there. You know, before uh, Gorbachev and all that. There was the Soviet Union, and the Soviet Union national team would travel and things around and play college teams. And I was asked if the Soviet Union national team played the University of Tennessee, who would you root for? Oh, no. Did you say Soviet Union? I just, I, I said, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Wow, how really about that? That is that's how much he hates that. But I love that. That's what yeah, it should be. I'm, you should have I, yeah. one school, one allegiance, one team. Yeah. I lean more because, the JT way. Because the, the other hate. part of that is what, what, what do you get from the SEC winning? Okay, you can wear that as a badge of honor now because it's your because no, it's, it's your it's conference. Not, I don't uh, hang it on the wall or anything. It's, I, I'm not saying it's the, it's the most important thing in my life. Look at all my you SEC. Ask, look at all my SEC championships. You ask, you ask, look at all my you ask who I pull for, and I pull for the SEC team. I'm if they're playing me. Ohio State or you know Michigan or Southern Cal. I'm pulling for Auburn. Well, I would pull like if Florida's in the national there championship. I'll yeah, pull okay, for yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all I'm just not, I'm just I not pulling for Tennessee. So you, did, so you will so draw the line. He has one team that he will never pull for. You don't have that's that team. It. I don't have that team. Okay. You okay. Know what, that's I, fair enough. My nightmares, like, I, for, and this, this may be too personal, but, my, you know, my daughter is a college volleyball player and everything, and and my, one of my nightmares was that she was going to decide to go to the University of oh, Tennessee. That would have been was, so great. Well, that that would have been <laughs> awesome. That would have been awesome. One of those We'd have all helped her. They offered her about $10,000 <laughs> to do that. She turned me down. <laughs> It would have burned your skin. Oh, I don't know. How, David Steele scholarship. I don't know what I would have done. That's great. You'd have never gone. You'd have no, never yeah. seen her just on the road games. Oh, that's, that's for sure. So, so now I've got to choose between my, you know, my daughter. You know, that's that Soviet Union thing. Now it's my flesh and blood. Mm. And the universe. That would be. Boy, tough. that would be tough. That Boy. would be tough. Well, Soviet be... Union wins again. <laughs> My goodness. So did we answer your question? You did answer the question. This is sort for you of. answered a lot of questions here today. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate it, guys, and we'll uh we'll do it again is here that in a couple of weeks. Squad? That's, That's it? another pod squad. We We're just done. The term is no dropped. Soup. We just no dropped soup? another one. 
No soup. Do you want to do it? You want to offer a soup? Yeah, and a we dessert? need a soup and a dessert. I, I, I Good think, job. I, I love it. I don't it. think the dessert is much, but the soup is like I, I, you know, I just think it's the best thing. I think I was ready with the soup. Well, then you don't want a soup. No, I don't want to push a soup. No, the answer is we always. I think people want a soup. We always want a soup. Dante just in a hurry to get out of here. There's a number. I'm looking at. We got this giant. We got this giant security meeting coming up, so I don't want to miss that. But but there's a but there's a number of members of our traveling party who we love and and have become fans of of the podcast. They're significant others, and and they're interested in it, especially the soup. Okay, <laughs> well, it's a navy, Only the soup. navy bean and a ham. Oh, <laughs> that sounds disgusting. What? This is oh great my soup. God. It's very nutritious. Shoot me! Right in the face. No, you take like a that. ham bone with a little meat on it and boil it. <laughs> right. Throw in a couple of <laughs> couple of cups of navy beans. Of, uh, east northeastern guys oh, up there. Oh my goodness! No, seriously, no, you got to try this. Where do I get a ham bone? <laughs> Yeah. Where do I get a ham bone? I don't have a time to open a can of soup, let alone cook a ham bone. <laughs> some some shredded uh, some shredded carrot and uh, mashed potatoes. You take a cup of mashed potatoes. Wait a potatoes. second. Wait. This Mix is a stew again. Mix it in no, a soup. A, this is a stew. stew. This is shepherd's pie it's you're a making. Very, uh, <laughs> and, and some cayenne pepper. It's called, that really, <laughs> it's called shepherd's pie. What no, is a navy bean? Mashed potatoes. It's navy bean and ham soup. What is a navy bean? How would you explain a navy bean? They don't like know a, what a navy bean is? I don't know. Jeff, there's I, a lot like a, of beans. I definitely don't know what a ham bone is. <laughs> what very is a ham good, bone? A lot of fiber, very healthy, cayenne pepper, good for your circulation. <laughs> the whole thing will make you live 10 years longer. You, you, Ooh, you really? Actually, 10 you years? Actually, well, you, maybe how about a that? month. Duct. You actually you lost me when you put mashed potatoes in it because <laughs> mashed potatoes. Thinking, not a lot of mashed potatoes. It just thickens it up a little bit. It thickens the broth just enough to make it, it not much, a soup. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's no, it's still soup. It's not too much. No, I don't know. It doesn't become much, a stew. No, wow. Shepherd's pie. That's all I got. So that's Sorry. perfect for December. That's a great that's December a great, soup. Great cool weather. Soup. Ham and navy bean. Ham Plus, navy you're going to live another ten years. <laughs> I get another ten years. No, ten minutes. Just get me a ham bone. Oh man, that sounds awful. JT, how about a dessert? I, I bet I that know. sounds much better. <laughs> you have anything with a ham bone in it? I don't. I no. don't. You had I, carrot cake the other night that looked pretty good. Man, yeah, holiday, exactly. that was good. You can't holiday, a good carrot cake. Holiday. What, how, what, what did Thanksgiving? Was it? Was it? You know? Was it okay considering you Great guys were on me. the road? I had family in Boston, so it worked out well for me, and got to celebrate with Lana and the girls before we left. So I got two Thanksgivings. Yeah, we yeah. did that too on a sun. We called it Sunday's Giving. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Sunday's yeah. giving—that's a clever name. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I actually did have good dessert. My, my, uh, we were in Boston, um, and so my uh, my daughter Emma drove yes. over from school, uh, and we went out to a, a nice restaurant in Boston and um, had a very nice. You know, it wasn't really Thanksgiving, but a tremendous creme brulee. It was, you know, the Ooh. way. Oh, it was very good. Well, actually, there was a trio. I want to throw oh. that out. We, uh, I used to miss the Eastern yeah, well, East Trio. Yeah. We did TV the broadcasters pass, ordered all three desserts, and just kind of moved oh, I them love around. That. A very, you know, a nice chocolate, thick chocolate mousse cake, and then of course a. It was a pumpkin tort, actually, not a pumpkin pie. What's Ooh. a tort? Wow, uh, that a tort is amazing. like a is a isn't that a. Uh, it's a cross between a cake. Does it have a pastry? And, uh, is it a element? subset? Oh no, pastry element. Cakes. It's a subset of cakes. <laughs> so it was, is a it subset was actually of cakes. in. You'll like this. It was in a uh, a chocolate shell, like a, a milk Ooh. chocolate shell, as opposed oh, yeah, to yeah, that like sounds that. good. Pie filling and everything. That makes like. it so a it's tort. That makes Man, it a tort. Thousand times better than that soup. <laughs> so does, it does, doesn't it? Sounds delicious. Super stew. I'll take the I'll take the tort. I want the tort. I'm going tort. I'm going tort. All right, guys. All right. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. You did it again. We fooled him again. There's another one. We, we're gonna. The term is drop. So we're gonna drop. We just dropped. This our is third dropped. One. 
All right, we're and we may have it. a sponsor soon, which is pretty exciting. I can't wait to read those commercials. Yep. I, I call dibs on the commercials. All right. Can I have deal. that? You can have that. You can yeah, have you, it. It's all yours. You can oh, have awesome. Commercials. All right, guys. We'll see you. All right. Later.